And then perfect. Yeah. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, my guest today is broadcasting live all the way from Tecate, Mexico, where he has the only vegan restaurant in Tecate. It is called Verdes e Vida. His name is Emmanuel Alarcón, and he's going to be demonstrating a delicious Baja beet ceviche. Please welcome him to the show. It's so nice to see you again. So excited to be here. I'm pretty nervous, Chef AJ. I'm a musician. I get to play in front of Many people, but this is more nerve-wracking, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Well, don't be. You know, you're you're because you, you are you are a natural performer. So, guys, I met Emmanuel at in Mexico. I have the privilege of presenting at Rancho La Puerta, the number one world-class spa in the whole world. I've been going there for 12 years, anywhere from one to four times a year. And if you're interested in going, please contact, at least if you're interested in going when I'm there as part of my group, contact me at help at chefaj.com. We have a group that has already sold out for July that has a waiting list and another one in August. It's amazing. And Emmanuel used to work there and he also used to be in the band, but then he opened up this vegan restaurant and I didn't even know about it because I'm in him at the ranch. I'm not going out to eat, but as I was crossing the border, walking across the border, I'm like, what is this? And then, uh, the, you know, I was with Francisco. He says, oh, that's a vegan restaurant. I go, There's a vegan restaurant here. Who knew? So I went there. I did a little short live with him and I said, you've got to come on the show and make something. So that's how this transpired. So, so yeah, you kind of tell us the story about how and when and why you opened a vegan restaurant in Tecate. Oh my gosh. You know, I started getting, um, so I, I'm a musician. No, that's been the thing that I've done the most uh, of my life. And uh, well, I was on the road a lot. I was on the road for 10 years with a band from San Diego called B-Side Players. So, you know, just being on the road and just eating very wrong and staying up late will take a, you know, take a toll on your body. So it got to the point where I needed to do something about it. You know what my thing was? I actually developed like gallstones, you know? So I went to the doctor and the doctor told me, you know what? Well, we're going to have to take your, your gallbladder out. I'm like, well, I got to go on the road in, like, in a week. So... I don't think that's going to be an option. So he said, all right, well, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. And I'm like, okay. So I started taking care of myself then. And then I just started doing research on my own. I started seeing that apple cider vinegar really helps you out. So I just, you know, I just, I just always carried my snacks with me. So I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really eat all that junk food that I was eating now, you know, because I didn't want to get sick or anything. So I, I started trying out, vegan options, vegetarian options. I just started with that and it was just like mind blowing because it was all these, um, you know, just amazing food that you, I was trying out. And I'm like, okay, so you don't really have to be like a vegan or a vegetarian to enjoy this food, you know? So that was kind of like what impacted me the most. So I, I really got excited and when I come, came back from that tour, I dropped 30 pounds on that tour, actually just like by taking care of my body and just like going for runs and just all this excess that I had in me. And, you know, my energy levels were through the roof. I was just so, I, I was really motivated when I came back. And what really motivated, motivated me was, I, okay, I got to come back and I got to try out how to, I, I got to figure out how to make hummus and black bean burgers. Those were like my two top, top choices that I used to like always try when I was on the road. So when I got back, I, I started working on these recipes and it got to a point where I thought it was pretty good. So every time I would go to a friend's house, I would just take some hummus, you know, like, try this out and they would just like devour it and I'm like well 
I know they're my friends, but I don't know if they're that nice to eat something that they wouldn't like, you know? So I, I uh, started with the hummus thing and I started selling it here in Tecate because I couldn't find it anywhere. And uh, I just started selling it on my own. And sooner or later, I just started getting calls from Tijuana and uh, just around Tecate, just like people who wanted it in their restaurant. And it was just, I was just so amazed by that because I just wanted to like, sell it to my friends or whatever, you know? So well, I'm going to make a batch. So if you want some, let me know. And, so that's just how it all it started, and um, that's when I really started taking care of my body and just eating healthier. And uh, and you know all these be the the vegan kitchen just really um, amazed me. You know, like all these options that you can make, these replicas, and it, it's 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 still mind blowing to me. All the things that people are doing right now, such as all the people that you have and as yourself. So yeah, so I've been doing that for years now, and uh, we started with the with the project for this restaurant here during the pandemic because the whole music thing died you know so everything shut down so I was like okay I gotta come up with something else the hummus thing was helping me out I started the hummus thing about I think it was maybe six years ago 2017 so during the pandemic I started just practicing all these recipes just stuff that I, I like to cook for me it just I just wanted to perfect most of it and uh, it got to a point where, where I was like okay I have all these recipes that I think are pretty good I tested them out with my friends, vegans and non-vegans, and they were pretty much, um, you know, liking them. So, okay, so I, we just started working from home. This is my home right here, and my restaurant is right around the corner, but this is where we actually started with the whole project. And, uh, well, you know, at the time, it was only takeout, you know, so you couldn't really go to a, anywhere, a restaurant or anything to eat. So we just started uh, doing the whole um you know, delivery and takeout. And that's how we started. We, so we worked from my house, I think for maybe about six months. And then uh, this place opened up, which is right around the corner from my house. And I, and I thought that it'd be a good idea just to get it and just go for it and just start working at it. Cause I want, I kind of wanted to get my house back again. Cause it's more of a kitchen now than, than, than my house, you know? So, um, so yeah, so we got to work on the restaurant. It took me a couple of months to fix it up and leave it ready. And we opened up, so it was 2021 and I think we opened up in September. So we've been open since September, 2020. We, we've been pretty much doing it at the restaurant for about a year and a half now. So we're still a baby, we're still in diapers, but, but so far so good, you know, we've, we've been getting a lot of people. We get a lot of people from outside of Tecate, actually. We get a lot of people from Tijuana, San Diego, we're right on the border, literally. You could just leave your car on the U.S. side and walk across, and you could get here in five minutes. It's, it's I know, that is what's so cool. You're literally at the border. Super convenient, super convenient. So we got a lot of people that come down from San Diego, and, and it's surprising sometimes because I, I ask them, so, oh, are you here, like, visiting family? or And they're like, no, we just came to eat here. So that's that always, like, motivates me even more, you know? So that's got to give them the extra attention <laughs> that is so cool so who, the people that are in Tecate do they come because they're vegan they want to eat healthy food you know I'm just curious it's a combination it's a combination I, I mean I rarely I, I, sometimes I ask I ask if I feel like um you know if I if, if it's people that I know I know I know they're not vegan so I won't ask them but um but sometimes if it's like a person who comes from outside uh, and start talking I'll ask them if they're vegan or not so it's like a combination but I'd say that you know a lot of the youth a lot of we got a lot, a lot of young people coming in and they're like getting more hip to it you know that they're, they're understanding that the that 
that vegan food is is it's, it's just coming up every year it's coming up it's getting bigger and bigger so that's why i have a lot of faith in it you know because san diego has so many options tijuana which is our neighbor city has has a lot of options too but other than that i mean it's barely it's barely growing now so i think it's it's more about um, talking about the culture you know so it's it's about teaching people that you know what because a lot of people you know they think of vegan food and they just think it's salads or just like you know like whatever like spinach and yeah you know, but it's just so much more than that so you have to kind of teach people about the culture and uh and it, I, I just think that if you go to, to a vegan restaurant and give it a chance, you're already one. And I think you'll be surprised. Everybody that comes here that is not vegan, when they, when they, <laughs> I get these, com I get these comments, you know, they just say that, well, you know what, I'm not vegan, but this is pretty good. So I like, I love those comments actually from non-vegans that come to eat. And so it's just like teaching them that, you know, and that I just tell them, you know, hey, you know what, you should just try it like maybe even once a week or a couple times a week or once a day if you start getting into it and you'll you'll notice your, your body will thank you and i mean it's, it's just it's just the way to go so that, you got to start them off slow you know so that's 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 kind of like our purpose is right now just to get people to try it first and then slowly incorporate it into your life Nice. Well, you know, you you were exposed to healthy eating working at the ranch, I would imagine, because yeah. that's all they pretty much have there. Exactly. That's where that's where I that's where I got to learn about the whole you know farm to table experience and you know tres estrellas, the garden, the organics. That's that's where I was exposed to all this. So that's definitely where where it started. And um, yeah, for sure, that rancho played a big part in my life. Yeah, I was there for many years and. Uh, and I could I could tell you know because like the people who work there, they they never age, you know. They're just eating right all the time, and like everybody from the staff there, all the people that I know, they're like they're the same, you know. Every time I get to see them once in a while, they're like, look at these people. So it's definitely the food you can you can tell, you know. Because of course the lifestyle, the exercise also helps, but it's mainly the food what you're eating and it's like everything when everything is fresh like that, it just. It's the, that's the difference, I think. What's the most popular uh, item on your menu? You know what? Um, people go for wraps. I, I was surprised people were about, the falafel wrap is, is a very popular choice over here. Um, the, we have another buffalo wrap that we do with, um, <clears throat> with tofu. So we do it with tofu, buffaloes, and... Um, what other one do we have? Like the sopes are really popular as well. And we just started these tacos not too long ago with jackfruit. And uh, those are getting pretty popular as well. The fish tacos that we also do with tofu are pretty popular. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just like thing, things that we eat down here that we're accustomed to, but just given it that vegan twist. So people tend to go for, for, for those, you know, dishes what, what are your hours are you open every day just some days so we're, we're opening up from tuesdays to saturdays right now 10 a.m to 6 p.m so not too early not too late so those are our hours right now we'll probably extend them in, in the not so distant future but for now that's how we've started with and you know a lot of people a lot of people close down on tuesdays down here in Tecate. so i decided to start my week on tuesday because a lot of places shut down so I'm, I'm like okay so i'm one of the few options actually now in Tecate that are open on tuesday. that's interesting why did they pick tuesday so they can't close on weekend i mean on weekends so 
So most restaurants, their days off are pretty much like during the week, maybe they tend to go from Monday to Tuesday, or sometimes they close down like Tuesday to Wednesday. So that's how they do it. Yeah. So that's the way, that's the whole complaint. The local complaint over here is everything is closed on Tuesday. So that's why I decided to open up on Tuesday. And Tuesday sometimes turn out really good for us, actually. That's a great, great marketing strategy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is so cool. So ceviche typically is seafood, right? Yeah, you know, Baja is very, yeah, the whole seafood uh, scene down here in Baja is, is very big, very big, you know, like the, the, I mean, the whole ceviche thing and the, 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 the Baja style tacos, fish tacos, this is where it all started. So, you know, all these cuisines around the area, it's like a combination of like Mediterranean, they, they do like, we call it Baja Med, so it's like a, a combination of Baja, like the whole seafood thing and the Mediterranean the type of food so that's pretty big over here so yeah so I decided to do like my own twist on this is actually like I've seen this I've seen this dish a couple of times in a couple of restaurants where they do this uh beet ceviche so okay so I hadn't tried it I actually tried it uh, not too long ago because well I wanted to do an oil recipe and it really motivated me so you you motivated me AJ's to try this oil free recipe because I could because we do a lot of stuff at the restaurant but some of them yeah, uh, do have oil, but this was something that I want to try and it motivated me to start doing like even more, you know, because I just saw, I just, I just saw that you could do all these, all kinds of uh, di different types of dishes without the oil. So, well, uh, that's fantastic. Thank you. Ways. Yes. Thank you. Definitely. So, so if you want to get into it, um, yeah, I'd love to start off. Yeah, so the, the main the main thing to go for, of course, is the beats. And since I'm a musician, I had to do something with beats, right? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I got bad jokes all day, AJ. That's so, okay. So we got these here. We got two like regular size. This one's a little smaller. So what you want to do is this is pretty much like simulating like maybe what it would be like for a tuna or something. I don't know. So just cut them up into little squares. This recipe is super easy, super fast. And uh, it's pretty delicious. I don't, would it be considered like a raw, like a raw? If, if your beet's not cooked, it's raw. But if it's cooked, it's cooked. But it's still oh, very healthy. Yeah. That's, that's right. We have to boil it to soften it up, you know? So, yeah. So, what the thing is, so beets are pretty, like, they come out pretty sweet. So, <clears throat> in order to take a, take a little bit of the sweetness, um, you got to marinate. We got to marinate it with citrus. You know, you got a lot of lemon juice. So I've seen people do ceviche out of cauliflower, but it's very unique doing it out of beets. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I've seen a lot of cauliflower as well. But yeah, like, like the beets give it like it has, it has such an earthy taste, you know, it's just so, so it just the, combining it with all these other veggies, just like just a little party in your mouth, really. But I guess why people do it with beets down here or where I've seen it, it's, I, I guess they're trying to simulate if it was like some sort of tuna or some sort of fish, you know? So that's, that's the whole thing. That's where, I, that's where I got the idea. That's what I think at least. So basically when, you, when you're done like cutting, cutting these up in little squares, so you gotta let it marinate for a while to so get that little bit of the sweetness, you know? take it away neutralize it as much as you can um 
it's these are pretty earthy, you know, so you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to take away all the you know earthiness and sweetness. But when you do have them like that, so I got about the juice about five lines here. These guys, because I in Mexico we call these limones, but yeah, they're so small in Mexico. Like I, you know, when I they're how come they're so tiny? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you get a little bigger ones, but this is like the traditional Mexican limon. So I think in English, it's these are limes, right? Are these limes? In yeah, we call them when they're green, they're limes. When they're yellow, they're lemons. Yeah. So it's the other way around here. We call it like the the le the what what we call them in the U.S. the, the lemons, the the yellow ones we call them over here limes. So it's <laughs> so I always get those two confused. But um, yeah, so we want these guys. So you, you want to pour in the, the juice and just let it sit there. And um, so this is where you add your spices too. Well, what we do, what, well, what I did to give it that fishiness is uh, we shredded up these um, nori sheets for sushi. Oh, good yeah. idea. Yeah, exactly. So it's all shredded up here. I pretty much just give it like a, a teaspoon to give it that fishiness. And this is where we'll, we'll add um, our other spices. So I'm using some liquid aminos, some Bragg's. We've all seen these. I'm not getting sponsored or anything by these guys. So. How, how easy or hard is it to get those types of products in Mexico? Um, they're, they're coming up, they're coming up. Like the bigger stores are starting to carry them. I've seen they have like the apple cider vinegar as well at some of the bigger stores. But some of it, some especially like vegan like ingredients, some some they're pretty hard to come by. Like I had a friend uh, actually like yesterday asking me like, where can I buy some agar? Agar. I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna be a tough. And not over. Now I told it definitely not here. It's even tough to get it in San Diego. You gotta go to like Chinese places, you know, like where they have like foods from all over the world to actually like find some stuff. So if it's hard in San Diego, it's gonna be definitely harder over here to get them. Yeah. But this is starting, like, especially like, you know, Bragg's is a lot of stuff. So these guys are pretty popular. They're, they're I guess they're blowing up, you know, so. So some of these stuff are pretty easier to find than others. But so you, you want to get some vinos in there. And I got some umami as well, which I just bought. I've never used it, actually. I just bought it for this recipe, and it, it's pretty good. I've never tried it before. No. So for the liquid aminos, one teaspoon, and for for this, this is a teaspoon as well. I gotta look at my own <laughs> recipe because I did this, so I was refreshing my memory. Oh, and I did some. So, so I put some mushroom seasoning as well. I forgot which brand it is, but you know, it's, it's, those are pretty easier to find. So the mushroom seasoning is about a half a teaspoon and then half a teaspoon of black pepper. So I just put it on there. And I just mix it up and then put it in the fridge and just let it simmer there for a while, you know? And while that stays in the fridge, <clears throat> I start chopping up the veggies. So this recipe could take maybe like 30 minutes to do, or, you know, it's pretty simple. But this is, um, yeah, it's the more it marinates, the more, the more um, the flavors it'll, it'll get, and the more fish in it too, the more nori. 
So yeah, so just put this in the fridge while we do the rest of the stuff. How, how do you think, how many, are there vegans in Chicate? It's slow, I've, I've seen, I'm starting to see more definitely because they're coming by the restaurant and uh, it's starting to grow. It's gradually, it's slowly, but steady. It's slow, but steady, that's for sure. And uh, I'm seeing a lot of young people too get into it. So that's what kind of impresses me the most, the most that they're more open about it, you know? Well, but, also, uh, yeah, because the environment, they're pro a lot of, I see a lot of the young people doing it really for the environment, even maybe more than for the animals. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's, everybody's got their own reasons to do it, but just as long as you try it out and start doing it, that's, that's, that's what we want to tell people, you know, just to give it a shot. That's what we give vegan a chance, you know? So for my veggies, oh, this is, this is a key thing, the jicama. You know what this is, right? Jicama. Yeah, jicama. Isn't it also called the Mexican potato? Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe you guys <laughs> refer to it that way. We just call it jicama, but it's so good. I mean, so we, I decided to put this just to give it that crunch, you know, because the beets are pretty soft, you know, once you boil them. But um, but yeah, the jicama. It's a ranch. They make fries out of it. They put like lemon juice or lime juice, and they put uh, like some chili powder. Exactly. It's it. always been like a go-to snack over here for Mexicans is jicama with salt and you know like some sort of cheap chile or whatever and they just devour that they also do that with cucumbers too but uh yeah jicama is so pretty and I just put about maybe two or three slices in there it just depends I mean the more veggies you want to put in there I mean I guess, you know it's better so I try to I try to chop these like super fine so I don't want like maybe like two like chunks big chunks of it but uh but yes jicama is a very it's a, it's a key for this, for this dish and our other veggies and food cucumber serranos which is these guys right here they're pretty spicy so maybe you can start off with one i put two in there because i'm you know mexican so which type of pepper which type of pepper are you using Oh, this is called a, a ser serrano pepper. Is a serrano hotter than a, a jalapeno in general? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Well, could, could you, because this is this is where I mess up in my, I, I make my own like tomatilla salsa and my husband always says everything's too spicy. Can you kind of give us the rundown on of the Mexican peppers, chili peppers, which are the least spicy to the most spicy? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the jalapenos are pretty much like the least spicier. Well, the po poblanos, poblano peppers is one like where you where you do like chile rellenos and all those. Those are no. those are never spicy. Those yeah, they're they're more like a green pepper. They don't seem spicy at all. Exactly. And I think what would come next after the poblano maybe would be like the California um, pepper, which is a which is a longer one. It's it looks similar to the poblano, but it, that one has a little bit of a spice. Then after that, I think the jalapeno would be it. And jalapenos are weird because, um, well, when I started selling my hummus, I would know that I would do like a cilantro jalapeno hummus, which, I, and sometimes those jalapenos would come out pretty strong. You know, they come, would come out pretty fire. So those, those sometimes come out pretty spicy. So after the jalapenos, I think that it would be this guy, the serrano which is definitely like, it should be spicy. Sometimes there's duds in there, but most of the time this is gonna be pretty spicy. But you know what, when I tried the recipe um, earlier this week, I, I tried it with one serrano 
And I, I, I don't know if it's the, the, the beat or whatever, but it just kind of like died it down. So that's why I decided to put in another one. I don't know, I have no explanation for it, but because when I, when I was chopping it, it, it smelled spicy, you know? So I was like, okay, it was a pretty spicy one. But then when, when I mixed it all together, it, like I didn't get spicy. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it was probably the, the beats what did it. So yeah, so, so if you want, you can start off with one serrano and maybe go from there. Does it help if you take the seeds out to make it less spicy? I didn't, I didn't do it for this because I'm, I'm all about the spiciness. So it just depends on your spiciness level, how much you want it. So I just, I just decided to put the spices in here because because I'm like that. <laughs> I'm all about the spices. You're a spicy guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to admit. So then, I mean, habaneros and all that. A lot of people put habaneros on their ceviches down here too. But that's and nice. habaneros are much spicier than serrano. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Those, are, those are always going to be like... Have you ever heard of the ghost pepper? I have. I think that's more of a, of a U.S. thing, right? Just like, because I, I don't think I've seen them down here. I think, like, I've seen all these shows where just people, you know, trying out like different types of hot sauces now and just seeing how much you can take. So... I personally haven't tried the ghost pepper. I don't know if I want to either, but but yeah, I, I haven't tried it, so I can't really give you like a good feedback on it. But uh, yeah, I hear it's it's pretty pretty dangerous stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds really hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for the cucumber, I put in half a cucumber in here, and um, for this, I will take the seeds off, and I guess we could take the sides off, peel the sides off as well. And um, oh, my dogs came out. I <laughs> had a room and they just came out. That's okay. We love dogs. I hope to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for these, for the cucumber, you peel this off, um, just pretty much like cut it in half. And then with a little spoon, I just get the seeds out just a little bit so it's not all that seedy. Are you familiar? I'm sure you, if you worked at Rancho all those years, you know how like they have the salsa bars at almost every meal? Right. Uh-huh. You know the brown one? I think it's called Pasilla salsa. Oh, yeah. Pasilla. Pasilla is also like a, it's really not that um, spicy. I think it's more of a sweet kind of chile. I think they use it for mole, actually. It's, it's so good. Do you know how to make that? Oh, I don't. Mole, you know I really, I really didn't get into it as a kid, you know, I, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's either like you love it or you don't want to have anything to do with the mole, with the people I've seen. So, this, but some people make it a little spicy. And I think that's when I've tried mole, when, it, when I kind of like it, it's when, when they make it a little spicy, but I'm not much of a sweet tooth. That's the thing. So maybe that's because that's, maybe that's my thing. That's why I never got really that much into it. Um, mole, but I've tried a couple of them, which are really good, but uh, um, it's not really like my go-to, but I know people that love mole and they eat it very frequently, but it's really not my cup of tea. I'm not that much of a sweet tooth. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I, I you know, Chef Raina gave me the exact recipe and I still couldn't make it. It just did not come out good when I made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I can give this recipe to a lot of people, but I don't know if we're gonna make it exactly. Just like my hummus recipe when I started making it, like, like some, I, I, mean, I, 
I, I think it's funny sometimes that people like don't want to share their recipes, you know, like, oh, it's like a big secret, but I think, I don't think, I don't, I don't know, I'm not, I, I like sharing my recipes, you know, like, yeah, this is how I did it. I try to motivate people, just how people, just how I get motivated by people, like people who come on your show and everything. Do you, do you in general make all your own salsas either personally or at the restaurant yeah, yeah especially yeah that's that's when i like during the pandemic that's what i practiced the most is like making everything fresh and then um at the restaurant yeah that's why sometimes our food takes a little longer to make because everything we're doing like from scratch you know so we don't have like things that are already already like ready so um yeah so we basically just um make everything from scratch so one of the salsas that we make we use three chiles we use pasilla the one that you mentioned um we use the chile de arbol which is translated literally it's like uh chile from tree which is uh it's like the red peppers you know the, the i don't know if i have any here, but and arbol, what about arbol a-r-b-o-l i've heard arbol, of arbol it's tree so it's like, maybe I do have, I don't know, I'll look through right now, but Chile de Arbol is, is, a, is a, one of the other ones, what's the third one? I'm forgetting, because we do our, in Mexico, everybody does like their own salsa matcha, which is, matcha means like, you know, macho, you know, so salsa matcha is usually very, very spicy, but, you know, we didn't want to have the big of a spice here down here because the tolerance for some people is not that high so we want to make like a friendlier type of salsa matcha and uh, so we use we decided to use three different types of chiles which is pasilla uh chile de arbol and i'm forgetting the other one i'll get back to you on that where, where were you born i was born in san diego i was born in san diego so i'm a border kid i grew up on both sides of the border you know um I was born in, in San Diego, but I've lived here in Tecate my whole life. So I went to school on both sides of the border. Like, like kindergarten I did over here, then I started doing my elementary school. So you know when you cross the border, there's like a super small town, right? Which is also called Tecate, California. That's where I get all my, that's where my PO box is at and all that, my address. So right across the border is a school where I went to and it's called Takati Mission. And I went there for six years. And um, that's where we learned, that's where I learned my English, you know? Well, I learned it off cartoons as well, but, but that's where I started practicing it, you know? So I went from second grade to, yeah, junior high, I did junior high there. And then I came back to Mexico. And so junior high down here is three years. Over the US, it's two years. And I did high school over here. Oh, there we go, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then um, I went to college in the US. I went here at Southwestern College here in Chula Vista. So I've been always like a hybrid, you know, on both sides of the border, just doing it. So it's, I, I couldn't, yeah, that, that when they ask me like, oh, were you born? So that's what I tell them, yeah, I'm a hybrid. <laughs> just like, I'm from both sides. That's funny. Um, a question from a live viewer named Daria. Like, how do you know how to buy the freshest beets? When you buy your beets, do they still have the greens attached to the end? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, always have. You always have the greens, but um, I, I, I guess I mostly sometimes just go for sizes. You know, it just depends on what I want to do. But um, you know, because beets are always they're 
they're pretty tough because they're always like you know they just come off the ground that's why they're so earthy you know so they're but they're pretty they last a long time so i don't think you're gonna get like a long beat really it's just like it's just like when you're when you're look when you're looking for any other vegetables you know you got to feel them out touch them that's all we do over here we're just touching how to see how they feel and okay yeah this one feels good to me so go by feeling i guess that's what i would recommend because by if you go by visual sometimes they don't look that pretty you know but um but yeah i guess i guess that's that's how i go about it with beets sometimes they sell in package you know but i just recommend buying get the good stuff if you want if you can get some organic stuff it's even better so yeah that's what i recommend So basically what we're doing here is just making like a sort of like a pico de gallo sauce with the, with the, with the red onions, with the cucumber, with the jicama. And then for my uh, dish here, I used uh, cherry tomatoes. because They just look, you know, they're cuter. They look better on the plate when you serve them. So I just cut these in slices too. But you can use regular tomatoes as well. It doesn't really matter. Ceviches down here are used with mostly like regular tomatoes. So you just choose whichever you want to do. These are just little things here. And I just had them right here, so gotta, gotta use them. So I used about eight cherry tomatoes, and that means that. I think the serving is maybe for two people or so, so it's perfect. Or if you eat a lot like me, it could just be for one person. You know? <laughs> do, you, do you exercise a lot? I'm starting to, I've, I've, I used to run a lot back in the day um a couple of years ago but like the whole pandemic thing threw me off because you couldn't really go anywhere and it was just like it was it was it was tough times during the pandemic but thankfully i got to i got inspired to start making all these practicing all these vegan um you know options and uh, i started that project so but yeah i used to run a lot i'm i'm starting to actually like i really started off the year motivated to you know when you open you you should know this like we because when i opened up the restaurant i i started like i really didn't eat at the restaurant you know because you're working with food all day and just nibbling that food here and there so you, you you're not hungry but then you notice that like oh wait a minute i don't think i've actually eaten like sat down to have a meal you know so that 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 really threw me off because i've been like eating very good all these years but when the whole pandemic thing and then when, the, when I started with the restaurant, that just kind of like unbalanced me a lot. So these last couple of years where I've just been working at the restaurant, I really, um, yeah, went off track, but I just made a commitment this year that, uh, that I was trying to, uh, that I would eat more here because I started eating out a lot. So that wasn't good. So, but this year, these two months, first two months of the year, um yeah i've been eating a lot here at home and i've been starting to i started slowly like going on hikes and then walking my dogs because then because i'm so used to when I, when I used to go to the track you know was to run at the track so every time i would go to the track i would try to run like i used to but then i would just like get injured or something and it would just turn out bad because i hadn't done it in a while so i just i just um, decided to start off really slow for this time to start up really slow and i just went to the track like last week and I felt really good. I'm like, oh man, because you forget how much you need it, you know, to it's like it's just like another high, you know, it's just oh I missed it so much. So I'm starting to get back on that horse. 
But what I'm most proud of right now is that like most of the meals that I've had since I started the year have been here at my house and um, just eating a lot fresher, just eating at your house is what you need to do. So I, I really haven't eaten out much. Um, and you know what, since the year started, I've dropped 15 pounds. So that's been working out great for me. And just my energy level is back up and I'm fitting into my old clothes now because, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, I just really got off track the last couple of years. It's pretty stressful sometimes. This whole restaurant thing is, I'm barely learning the ways, you know, so it's not like anybody is teaching me how to do it or anything, but I'm, but I'm learning, slowly learning. And, uh, but yeah, it's, I'm starting to balance, try to balance everything out, but it definitely starts at home and with what you put into your body. I'm very aware of that. So, so yeah, I've been, I'm, I'm on good track. I'm on the good track right now. So I'm, I want to keep it that way. So I just, I just, you sometimes forget, you know, how much of a difference like eating right will, will make you feel and just everything starts flowing, you know, once you start taking care of yourself like that. So absolutely. Are you still performing as a musician? I started to do it again. Yeah. I've been recently I've been playing a lot um, in San Diego. And um because when the whole pandemic thing, you know, the whole music thing died. So when they opened, they actually they used to close the border here like around 2 p.m. So and it was good for me like because I hadn't taken a break in so many years. I had just been doing it for so many years straight. Um, where when the pandemic hit, I really like, I just hung up the guitar for a while and I'm like, okay, I didn't play it for like months, you know, because I, I guess I, I didn't realize that I needed that break, you know? And um, so last year when everything started getting back up and well, the, the the whole music just started going again. So I started getting the knack for it again. So I called out my friends from San Diego and just told them that, you know what, if you guys need me for anything, I'm available again. But I, I definitely need that break from it. But you, you start missing it again, you know, it's just part of my life. It's what I've done most of my life. So so yeah, I started last year playing, playing again and this year has been way more busy. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked about that too because that's also like, it's very important to me, like the whole music thing and, uh, and getting inspired, you know, and traveling. Traveling was a big part of us because this band has been going for since 1994. So it's a, it's a touring band, 100%, except for the last couple of years, uh, everything shut down. So this whole traveling thing for me is, uh, is very important because I get to meet all kinds of nice people and try out different you know, that's where I got motivated just to start eating healthier and, you know, all these beautiful vegan options. So, yeah, I can't get away from music even if I wanted to really. I um, people are asking if you can push the cam. The camera must have got bumped because they can't see your 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 uh, food anymore. Okay. And there is a question about uh, from Stephanie. What do you serve the ceviche with? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Like, kind of like. Oh yeah. So uh, Stephanie wants to know what do you serve the ceviche with? Oh well, you can well mostly ceviche over here is, is uh, you have it with tostadas, but you know what? I went to Trader Joe's and I got these uh, blue corn tortilla chips, organic. They're pretty good. So mostly it's tostadas or just any kind of chips. That's how. But I would I would definitely go with um, with just 
regular tostadas. I buy some over here that are baked, so they're, they're healthier. And uh, with just any type of tostada, you can just serve it up and yeah, they'll eat that up fast, I'm sure. So I got all my veggies here, which is sort of like, you know, just maybe like the pico de gallo with the cucumber, with the jicama, cherry tomatoes, and one serrano for now, because I'll try it out. So I'm just gonna pour everything in here while the beets are still marinating. And with this, I just add like half a lemon to it because that because the, the beets already have like a lot of lemon into it, but still, you know, when you make your pico the guy, it's always good to have a, a dash to it, you know. And just like the whole, with, with, if you want, I mean, it's up to the viewer really if you want to add like more salt or less salt or just whatever. I always leave that to the viewer, but yes, for the veggies, you want to give it just a little. What do you play and what part what part of the band are you? What part of oh I'm the guitar player. Yes, lead guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was a kid. And um so I started the band at Rancho La Puerta when I was about I think I was about 21 years old. So it was just an amazing experience getting to getting to play in front of all these guests every Friday. We would do it every Friday. And they're still going. The band's smaller now, but but yeah, it was. <laughs> I have very good memories, very fond memories of the ranch too. And um, but yes, I started uh, so the guitar player with uh, the band from San Diego, and uh, yeah, guitar has been my main tool. <laughs> now it's this. <laughs> Do you uh, sing as well? Yeah, I mean I. I had to because um, I used to have a gig um, at a casino over here in San Diego uh, and, and sometimes our singer couldn't make it. And he was our singer slash drummer. So sometimes he had other commitments, but it, since it was my gig, I'm like, okay, well, well, I guess I gotta do it. You know? <laughs> so I kind of forcefully started doing it, but then I realized that, you know what? I mean doing the job and I think it sounds pretty good. It sounds good enough for me. I'm my, I'm my own worst critic always, you know, I, I know I can always get better. So, um, but yeah, I, I had to start doing it because of a necessity really. And, um, but yeah, I guess everybody sings, right AJ? Yeah, but not well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up to everybody else, but I mean, I, 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 I could do it. I, I, get, I can get away with it. There's always room for improvement for sure. Uh, Stephanie wants to know, where did you find the umami sauce that you added to the ceviche? You know what? They gave it to me. A friend of mine from Tijuana gave it to me the other day. I, so we bought this in Mexico. This is called Yondi Vegetable Umami. I don't know, it says it's gluten-free. You can see it right there. Um, yeah, vegetable umami. Yo Yondu is a, is a brand. Um, it's pretty good. Organic, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. That's what it says here. I'm not getting sponsored or anything, but <laughs> yeah, this is the one I got. But so this was gifted to me. So I, I couldn't really tell you where um, they bought it. But I mean, I'm sure in the U.S. there's probably more options for umami than we have. That's so cool. So it, it's not from the United States, the product. No, no, we bought this over here. Yeah, well friend of mine bought it for me she she bought two and she's like oh yeah because i cook for my friend a lot so 
So she gave me that so I could probably kick some more for it. <laughs> but yeah, I just started using it. That's the first time I, I've actually used mommy because I've seen it in a bunch of vegan recipes, you know, like, oh, mommy, but I never had it on me and I always forgot to buy it. So, um, so yeah, it's turned out pretty, when I just tasted it by itself, it, it's, it's pretty good. Does it taste kind of like soy sauce? Like soy sauce, exactly. Lighter, lighter soy sauce for sure. What's what's the name of the company? Because I just saw something on Amazon called Yandu Vegetable Umami. Which one? Yandu. Um, Yandu Y O N D Y O N D U. Yeah, Y O N D U. Exactly. So that's what it is, huh? Yeah, I've never seen it before. Either. It's on Amazon, and it says it's like a substitute for fish sauce or soy sauce or bouillon. Yeah. Very cool. Goes perfect with this. Actually, that's I actually use soy sauce too, but um, that's going to be like an option for the viewer if you want to put it or not with the with the marinade for the beef. So yeah, I got all my veggies here. I, I had forgot to put the cilantro. Cilantro is very is very important too. I'm, I think I'm going to put in some more. And I guess the beets have been there for maybe 20 minutes. So it's good enough. Maybe 30 minutes should be good. And um, yeah, so we've got this ready. So by the time you mix everything up, juices that the beets have and the veggies. Oh, hey, I looked, I looked the product up. It's vegan. It's gluten-free. Yep. Yeah. It's made from uh, soybeans and vegetable stock. Onions, radish, leek, cabbage, carrots, shiitake, ginger, garlic. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we love learning about new products. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, this is new for me too as well. So, so yeah. Yum. How long will that keep in your refrigerator once you make it? Um, the ceviche? Yeah. You know what? I tried it the other day. I left because I, I made a batch. Then I had some that day. The next day, I tried it again, and it, it was still great. And then I left a little bit more. I just said, no, I left like a little bit for the next day, and it was still good. So I can tell you that it'll be, be good for three days at least, because that's how I tried it, you know. I made it that one day, tried it the next day, and then tried it the day after that, and it was still good. But, I mean, you should probably eat it. You, once you make it i'm sure you guys if you share it with somebody you'll probably you'll probably end up finishing it right there who came up with the name of your restaurant you know i did it's like a saying down here verdes vida which i guess has different kinds of meanings for it but it was just it, since it's a phrase that i'd heard before i thought it was just like a funny phrase and it it was just like a catchy phrase that I thought verdes vida because it can mean so many things, you know, green is life. So it can mean, well, I take it as greens like vegetables is life, you know, but other people can give it, can give it like their own interpretation, you know, whatever, whatever green is for you. But uh, that's how I took it, verde and vida, which is like, yeah, plants are life, you know. Right, because it doesn't say vegan in the in the title. So maybe do people ever come in and not know it's a vegan restaurant? Once in a while, once in a while. But yeah, I, there's a, we have like a sign that says vegan kitchen. So but I'm, I know a lot of people don't read because sometimes we get like calls when they're trying to order some food and they're like, oh yeah, I can get, can I get like a chicken wrap or something? Well, I don't know if you looked at the menu, but we're like a 
vegan restaurants. Oh, so you, you don't have anything with chicken in it? And I'm like, no, we don't have anything with chicken. So some people read, but a lot of people don't. So do they still give it a chance? Yeah, a lot of people do. Like when they're, especially people that just go there to the restaurant, they're like, oh, okay, so I can. They'll just be like, well, so what do you recommend? And then I just start like, so oh, if you like sopes, you know, like sopes. We do these sopes really that one of are also one of our more uh, popular items on the menu. We we do like a chorizo, um, but with mushrooms. But we do the sauce ourselves, so it's sort of like a chorizo. It's not soy chorizo, but we make it with uh, with mushrooms. And uh, so we make those sopes. We we put like black beans on the sope. We put chorizo. We put some lettuce on it. We, we also make our own, um, we, make, we make our own cheese with, uh, with chickpeas. So it's sort of like a queso fresco, but you add it on top of the sopes and it's just amazing. I thought about doing the, 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 the chickpea cheese, maybe for next, for a different occasion, we can do that. But uh, yeah, the, the, the sopes are one of the more popular items as well that we also recommend. Because it's just like sopes, you know, you try sopes, right? Yeah, everybody likes sopas, tacos. Just try to make these uh, our customers, you know, get into it. Like, are you, are you the chef at the restaurant as well? What's that? Are you the chef at the restaurant as well? Uh, I, I for starters, I consider myself a chef. I'm more cook, really. But um, no, I mean, I, I started work when we were at, uh, working here at the house. Yes, me and. Uh, my friend Saul, he, he's more the chef than I am. He, um, he's been here since the beginning with me. And uh, we, so we started, I, I practiced these recipes to start with, and then we started working together to develop more recipes. And that's, and then he gave it his own twist to the recipes that I have. And so it's been like a teamwork kind of deal. So yeah, so when we were, we were at my house here, this is, I, I was working in the kitchen as well. And when I started the restaurant, they took over. But then I'm I'm still there once in a while, you know, when somebody doesn't come to work or something, or some somebody's on vacation, I'll get in there. I mean, I, I don't. This is mine, so I don't get scared to use this. <laughs> how 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 have the reviews of Happy Cow been? Pretty good, you know. We uh, Happy Cow, like a lot of people don't know it down here in Mexico. I think it's it's more popular definitely in the U.S. Um, thank you for your review for sure. And you know what, but a lot of people are leaving reviews on Google Maps. I'm, I've been tripping out on that because I'm, I'm, I, would, I was surprised how many people actually look up restaurants with Google, you know, just Google Maps, like vegan food or whatever they're looking for. And uh, yeah, we have, we have great reviews. I think, I think out of five stars, we're doing like 4.9 right now. So that's pretty good right now. I don't know who did who left the, the four stars there, but <laughs> uh, oh, you have been five stars. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's awesome. We we just got one like yesterday, a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah, just great reviews. That's that really motivates us, you know, that doing something good. So um, and then on Facebook, once in a while, people leave comments as well. All of our reviews are are actually pretty good, so I'm pretty thankful because sometimes you know you get to. You know, there's certain customers or people out there who just are just looking for trouble too. And they'll just leave like an awful review because that's what they do. You know, there's people like that for sure. So I'm always like trying to, even like, like when we get like a customer who's 
who wasn't really satisfied with something. I've had maybe this happen to me like twice. Um, when they'll, they'll be like, well, your order said um, that the sopas had this, but it didn't have it, and then this. So, you know, working at the ranch, customer service is like a big deal over there. So that's my school of how to treat people, you know, with customer service. And, uh, and I really try to go all out and just like uh, apologize. And you know what, if you give us another chance, um, come down, it'll be our treat. Just, just to let people know that, okay, we, if we messed up, we're sorry. But if you come again, we'll make it worth your while. And then usually we treat people nice that way. They'll, they'll back off too. And they'll be like, you know what? It was actually pretty good. Well, I was just, yeah, I was just expecting this. But you know what? You guys are great. And then they'll, they'll, they'll tone it down for sure. So it's always like, you know, how you talk to people and how you respond to them. But yeah, the ranch school for customer service really, really helped me out for sure. For sure. Nice. Uh, Susanna wants to know what do you eat when you're not at the restaurant and let's say you like you're traveling with the band. Well, I haven't traveled with the band in a while. I might travel with them in August. There's like a month-long tour that they're inviting me to, which I would actually love to do because it's we're going up to like the Rockies, you know, Idaho and New Mexico. Uh, not New Mexico, but uh, you know, um, Wyoming, Montana. It's beautiful places that I enjoy going. But you know what? Lately, I've been doing at my house here. Eating, I've been eating a lot of pasta too. Getting into it, uh, I've been doing this sort of like, um, uh, I guess it'd be like called like a ground meat type of stuff, but with cauliflower and almonds, and that's that's been one of my go-to's a lot for breakfast. I do. I'm, I'm tofu scrambled kind of guy for sure. I always do that. Some nice sourdough bread, and um, oh yeah, well the the jackfruit also as well has been like go to lately. I've really enjoyed. Uh, we 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 just did also uh, tacos de carnitas, which are made from jackfruit at the restaurant. But we also did like a sort of like a you know pulled pork sort of deal, but with the jackfruit. So barbecue. So that's at the restaurant. That's been moving a lot. But yeah, in me at my house, I've been doing a lot of pastas lately and uh, a lot of just eating a lot of raw vegetables too, just different types of salads. And uh, yeah, that's been working out because I, I really don't, don't care. I might eat the same thing for two days. You know? <laughs> if I have some leftovers, I'll just eat the same thing. And uh, yeah, I'm just, just as long as I cooked it, I know it's good. I know it's fresh. So it just, I just want to, you know, stay away from eating out as much as I can right now. So, so yeah, that's what I make. Um, I make a what's it called? Like a chorizo out of cauliflower and mushrooms. It's really good. Yeah, exactly. That that sounds great. Yeah. Well, I wish you every success with the restaurant. I hope people, like you say, if they live in San Diego, especially or traveling, it's just a quick, like two seconds to walk across the border. I don't think people realize that as long as you're not driving a car, it's very easy to cross the border with the car that it's hard. Exactly. And there's all kinds of parking spots over here, like on the U.S. side, you can just leave your car there, super safe, just walk around and we're literally like five minutes walking distance. Yes. I've left it all week, just parked there, you know, on the, on the U.S. side, because I just don't want to drive it into Mexico. Yeah, and then we've been getting a lot of calls from Rancho La Puerta, like from staff, like a lot of people are barely like finding out there's actually like a vegan option in Tecate, you know? So lately I've been doing um, uh, deliveries to the ranch 
and there's somebody from staff and they're like, oh, I'm telling all these guys. So that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, it's been working out that way. That so, is so cool. Do you have any specials ever on the menu? Yeah, we actually started, we actually started a soup and sandwich deal, which is more of a, an American kind of thing. It's not very popular, like a soup and sandwich over here. But uh, I was, I, that's one of, was one of my go-tos always when I was on the road with soup and sandwich. So we do like a tomato soup and we are, our, our sandwich that we do, we do like a grilled cheese. So we make our own type of cheese, sort of like a mozzarella kind of deal. We do it with cashews. So we do like, we do the soup and sandwich combo, which is a very popular one, especially right now during the winter because it's so cold and everybody just wants like something hot and not like a nice hollow soup. So yeah, that, that combo has been very popular. We started it last year. We just did it for the winter, but then people started like asking for it a lot. So hey, what happened? <laughs> what happened at the soup and sandwich combo? So we started again um, this year. Well, we started, I think in December last year. And I think we're just gonna keep it always on the because that's always like a go-to. It's super fast and easy. Just, yeah. Oh, Stephanie wants to know if you're going to take it from the blue bowl and put it in a white bowl for certain. Oh, I know. I know. I need better bowls. I'll put it like when it's ready on, on this white bowl. I'm just, going to mix, I'm just going to mix everything here. I know. I'm sorry, Steph. But I got my beets right here. They smell great. So I'm just going to mix them up. I think they've been, they've been there for maybe 20, 25 minutes or so. So just mix everything now. Yeah. I'll mix everything there and then put it on this way. So just to when you mix when you have when you mix everything and just like when you taste it, you can just it'll be your call if you want to add some more maybe some sea salt or maybe a little bit more pepper. Or in my case, where that's where I added the other serrano because I wanted some more spice to it. But uh, yeah, everything smells great right now. Maybe you'll put it on the menu. Yes, I think so. I think when, well, springtime's around the corner. I mean, when, as soon as the weather changes, this is going to be definitely like a, a good go-to. And, and advertise it as an oil-free. Chef AJ's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Chef AJ's <laughs> choice. <laughs> That's great. So I'm just gonna try and see where, where it's at as far as citrus wise. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, and actually the Serrano came out pretty hot. So I'm just gonna leave it at one. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they're so little, but they can be really hot. Yeah, exactly. I might add like a little pinch of salt just at the end, some sea salt, and then just mix it up. And at the very end is when you'll add the sesame seeds. That just gives it like a better look. And that will, that's what usually like a typical ceviche over here does. Do you think you'll come out with a vegan es verde cookbook? Oh, that would be, that would, that's, that would be awesome, actually. I said veganess verde. See, but see, that's a Freudian slip, but veganess verde. Is vegan the same word? Well, as you're not so far because our Instagram page is called, it's called Verdes Vida Vegan. So maybe that's why it's okay. Yeah. Is, 
is uh, there is the word in Spanish for vegan the same as English? Yeah, vegano, vegano. Yep, exactly. So. <gasps> Oh yeah, they're my dogs. They're I think he wants some. <laughs> yeah, they want everything. They love veggies. I was good. Well, when I'm doing my thing here, so this is how it comes out. I don't know. He's invisible oh. there. Yeah, right. It's beautiful. Yeah, right there. So you got all the juices going in the bottom, which we used to. Do. So when you mix everything with the veggies, it just evens out, you know. Because so if you try out the beets. Um, just like that with the marinade, it might come out a little strong and citrusy, like a little too much. But when you mix everything up with the with the veggies, it just evens out, and everything's just beautiful. It's so pink, that like the hikama is like pink already. It's so sesame seeds that we are giving a little nice little presentation. And yeah, I just get into it with stuff. I'm not sure if I have those stars right now, but I do have these blue corn tortilla chips and. You just make your own presentation, you know. But um, yeah, you get into it, and I'm pretty sure that'll that'll. I'll, I'm pretty sure you won't save some in the in the fridge, because they'll probably devour that. So yeah, for now, this is how I'm gonna eat it. But usually with a tostada, it'll be a good better option. Nice. Well, thank you. Maybe I'll see you in uh, July when I'm at Rancho. You know what I forgot? We forgot avocado. Oh, yeah. That's a usual, that's usually end ceviche. That's the creaminess. Yeah. That's the creaminess. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah. Just having so much fun talking to you, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. ever have music at your restaurant? You know what? I'm glad you bring that up because... That's something I want to start this year as well. I want to expand. There's like a little um, area for the restaurant to expand. And that's where I want to have the live music. I haven't really talked about, I haven't really talked about that with anybody, but um, that's like sort of like my secret plan for the summer is to have like an extension for the restaurant. And that's where I would bring in the music because that's what I've been doing most of my life, you know? So that's that's what I know, like, that's, you know, that's that's the easy part for me is bringing the music. And I know all kinds of just great musicians, great friends that would just come down with the experience and uh, of course get paid. Musicians have to get paid <laughs> and have, have a great meal. But yeah, I definitely want to mix the, the, the food and music because I think they just go hand in hand, you know? Yeah, so there we go. I just add an avocado there. That's the creaminess. The avocado just gives it the creaminess. The jicama gives it the crunch. And the beet, you know, it just gives it that little earthy taste. And just, well, I try to take out most of the sweetness off, but it's, it's, still, it's still present, you know? But it just gives it enough to not make it just like too sweet. But, just like, yeah, the avocado is a game changer. I don't know how we're forgetting that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna take this to my mom today. I've been getting my mom on the vegan trip too, and she's and uh, she's 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 slowly starting to like stuff. I bought her. I, I'm just yeah. I just bought her like 
It was really good. Oh, I made some pasta for her the other day. And I'm just buying, just like, I'm just taking her like vegan options, you know, like try this vegan cheese or try this vegan meat or just like, you know, just to get her on the boat, you know? And she's really like a couple of the stuff that I've taken. She's like, oh, okay, can you get me some more of that? And I'm like, okay. So that's how it starts, you know, just like trying it out. So yeah, I'm gonna take this to my mom today. See if she gives me the okay. So yeah, there we go. And then we have the avocado in there. And that's beautiful. Nice. Elizabeth's asking if she could use water chestnuts, but I don't know if she means instead of the beets or instead of the jicama. Water chestnuts, I'm not, I don't know if I'm familiar with water chestnuts. That Is might that not be, it's a little, it's a canned product that you often find it in Chinese food. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. That's that's pretty interesting. I know there's all mm -hmm. kinds of neat stuff. Every time I go to the Chinese supermarket. Oh, she's I saying instead of the jicama. Yeah. Whoa. Don't you like jicama, oh, Elizabeth? And Elizabeth, you live in San Diego. Why don't you just go across the border and go to the restaurant? Sure, that'd be the best option. Yeah, that you would know be the what? Best I, I did another ceviche uh, at some point last year. Um, it was like a private event that they wanted to do at the restaurant. And I tried it with um, hearts of palm. I think that's what I tried the ceviche with because it has like that texture that like scallops, like scallops have sort of. So I tried a ceviche with, with hearts of palm. So maybe that would be another go-to. Instead of, if you don't want to use a jicama, maybe you can try hearts of palm just to give it that texture, you know? The hearts of palm, yeah, I forgot about that. You could probably add this too, the jicama. I would just put everything. But That's yeah. a great idea. Well, so great catching up with you again. No, AJ, thank you so much. Thank you for your patience. And oh I yeah, I know. And yeah, we, we've been wanting to get so you on for a while. Me. So, and I, I hope, what about artichokes in place of the beets? I think you could use any vegetable you wanted, really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I just use the, I guess I use the, the, the beets because of the, because that's what sort of like a tuna would look like, you know, just like, just like that instead of regular tuna. But, but turns out it really gives it a nice flavor, just combining the citrus with the sauces and the spice. It's just a, it's a nice party going on over here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Party, that, it's a party. That'll be a, that'll be a crowd pleaser for sure. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll devour that. <laughs> Anne wants to know, have you ever made jicama tortillas or jicama wraps with a man? Uh, I've had tacos with, with jicama tortillas, but I'm, I don't know how, how, how you would cut that. I mean, I, I guess I got to figure it out. I'll get into it, but I did try one at that one time. In San Diego, it was actually an event where I played music and um, yeah, they had like these chefs. It was an event between chefs from Baja and chefs from San Diego. And um, I tried these, um, um, yeah, I guess I, I forgot what kind of tacos they were, but the tortilla was uh, made from jicama. I, I couldn't figure out how they would cut it. Like I think just on a really sharp mandolin, they sold those at Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. They're fantastic, oh, except they go bad so quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that, that'd be it. Yeah, that'd be a great option too. Imagine having a ceviche inside that tortilla. Yeah, that would be fun to pick it up taco style. Sky's the limit, yes, for sure. 
That would be great. Well, thank you so much. I wish you every success with the restaurant. Elizabeth, you're watching on Facebook. That's the problem. Go to YouTube. Everything is there. You Facebook, please go to YouTube. That's the best place to watch because we don't, you don't see the chat on Facebook, all these lovely people making comments and you don't see the recipe and you don't see the show notes. It's all there. Yes, I'm all about your show. I'm a subscriber. I keep up with all everything. Yeah, we've had a lot of people on the ranch on Barry and Manuel and Reina and Deborah and Kathleen and now you. It's a. uh, I'm honored. I'm honored to be part of this, and it takes a special person to pull this off. So. Kudos to you, AJ. You're doing an awesome thing over here. I'm just glad that you. Thank you. We want everybody. We want the world to be. Uh, and vegan and all, in exactly. all that stuff. So great. And I, well, I'll see, hopefully, I'll see you in the summer. Yes. Yeah, so oh, here's my dog. There she is. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> she's ready to eat then, too, maybe. She's yes. Hopefully, I'll, I'll see you in July. Maybe I think you're coming. I from- hope so. I'll be there one yeah. through eight with 30 people in our group. And then again in August, if, if more people we'll sign up. Touch for sure. We'll get in touch for sure. I'm Absolutely. Thanks so much. You're awesome. Thank you. You are too. Take care. And thank all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Log. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time when my guest is our resident vegan physical therapist, Eileen Kupsoftis. She's going to be talking how to age well with a strong and healthy back. Take care, everyone. Hope you try the recipe. And if you're ever in Tecate or San Diego, please check out the wonderful restaurant. Take care. Bye-bye.